people, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Baby, we are just fresh into October, and I am just going to try to make sense of it all. Man, to be honest with you guys, you guys may not know uh, know me. Of course, within the next week, I will be coming out with my story. And when I come out with my story, you guys will have a definitive idea of where I've come and where I am today. But that could be a long story. I'm not exactly how, you know, how long I'm going to make it. I might just briefly sum up everything in the 90s and the 2000s and what, you know, what I ended up coming here for. But I just want to pinpoint one of the most critical areas or critical time frames of my life. You know, I was just sitting down just recently and I was sitting down in my living room. And I started looking around from side to side, you know, looking at, of course, the wall, looking at, you know, the light fixtures and everything and just everything that was around me, just becoming aware and soaking it all in. And it felt like as if I just moved in. In that moment, it felt like it was those three people, the seller, the buyer, the owner and every everything, you know, just consulted one another in that specific time or at that specific time. And I'm over here just saying to myself, like, oh, man, I'm actually going to move here. I'm going to move to Bangkok. But, of course, that came with massive ramifications. I was terrified. I was terrified of leaving a very disgusting job. And, you know, this is 10 months already. 10 months since that moment. It feels like it's still fresh in my mind. Why? It's because it had to be a very emotional moment for me because... One, I've always wanted to move to Bangkok, too. I was moving to Bangkok scared as hell, scared like a little boy, scared like a little boy. At that specific moment, I was asking myself, you know, am I, am, what I'm doing right now, is, is it right? I just got removed from a company because of being black. Had this British guy at the age of 795,000 tell me that I wasn't good enough in so many different subjects and threatening my job in front of the practice manager who was supposed to have my back. What was what I was doing at that moment right at that moment? And I just took that leap of faith. You know, I had been talking about taking leaps of faith so many different times on so many different occasions. You know, my folks out there in Bali, they listen to me take my leap of faith. You know, Depensar. You know, my folks out there in Menlo Park, California, who have been following this podcast for a long time, but now they've ventured over to the ESL side of the podcast, which is wonderful. Um, they heard me take my leap of faith many of times. They've heard all the transgressions. Hell, Ashburn, Virginia. My folks out there who still, you know, they still keep a low profile and whatnot. Um, but, you know, they took that leap. Uh, they heard me take that leap of faith. And, you know, when I go back to those goals, and I'm going to do that probably in early December when I start dec- decorating my entire condominium. That's right. I'm going to decorate the hell out of this. I'm going to make this as Christmassy as possible. Just want to have that feeling as a kid again, you know? And so here I was, you know, going through these trials and these tribulations like any other ordinary human being would go through. And in that instant, when I came here, you know, I got that job interview December 18th. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go work for this place called AUA. 63 years here in Thailand. I got myself a job. He said, when, can, when are you available? I said, I'm available right now. He said, okay. But I remember at the end when I shook his hand, he said, all right. And I remember at the end, he just told me to relax. And I'm like, relax? So I was like, what does that mean? I was like, was I, was I exposing myself so much that, you know, whereas I was, I, I, I didn't know exactly what was happening. But the only other thing I can take it as is if he probably contacted that language center and say, hey, so how is this teacher? 
Who knows? But of course, that specific individual never brought it up. Nobody actually even knew. So, again, it's just it just leaves me in that, huh, what if? Because when I came here in December, man, I remember I was sitting down with one of my friends watching this movie on TV. And I was like, man, I don't want to leave this place. I don't want to leave. You know, I don't want to go back to that side, that area that gives me chest pains. So January came along, and then there was the struggle. There were so many voices in my head saying, Arsenio, man, I don't think you're going to find a job. You know, my students, who I'm actually looking at the photo right now, Bill, who, of course, I still communicate with in that line group, and he's like, you know what? Arsenio, you got to keep on going. I said, go where? There ain't no more jobs. He said, there is a job. There is. You just got to keep that faith. And I said, but, but what if? He said, don't live in that if conditional. You always told us not to. And I said, man. And I just kept firing away. The next thing you know, I started getting those shitty jobs. What are the shitty jobs? The jobs that, you know, basically they say, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they chose another teacher. And they chose it because he was white. And there were two instances that that happened. I forgot that girl's name. I forgot the other guy's name. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember one. Um, but I ended up sending an email saying, oh, I see, you guys actually hire only white teachers. Send them an email. I just let them have it. I was like, it ain't right. Because guess what? Don't worry, guys. I'm actually going to get to this point real quick because what just happened over the past couple of days is why I'm celebrating on the dawn of this beautiful three quarters of a year, almost finished October. And I remember I told him, I sent him an email and I said, oh, you know what? I see you guys only, uh, you guys basically hire only white teachers. I got it. I know exactly what your culture is about. Don't worry. Blah, 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 blah. March came along. And then, of course, those two ladies, those two ladies who I trusted at the time started hooking me up with work. AJ, are you free? AJ, are you free? The next thing you know, I remember it was on back to back days. I got one LinkedIn message from a job. Forgot the name already. But they were like, hey, we'll offer you this salary. Come on in. Come in for an interview at this time. And I said, I'll be there. And next thing you know, probably two days prior to that, there was another job that came. Hey, Arsenio, are you ready to work? And I remember they were actually, um, it, you know what? It was so funny because it, fast forward into today, two jobs come around probably a one to two week period. One says, hey, Arsenio, actually, we would like, we love the way you work. We would like to offer you a work permit and a visa. And I said, oh, my God. But I was already in talks with this other job. But then I ended up canning that, uh, that other job because, of course, I caught them in a lot of red flags. But, guys, let's not even get into that because I remember April. April was, oh, boy, that was a special moment. It was, obviously, it was a moment I almost freaking died. Oh, my God, it was the worst day ever. Oh, it was just terrible. I remember I, I had to walk after my race. You know what? And my boy Anson, who just messaged me two days ago, I was like, Anson, what's up, brother? I haven't heard from you in two years. He's doing all kinds of, like, bitcoins and doing this and doing that. And I'm like... Dude, that's my brother from another mother. He's the one that did that U-turn. But you know what? That specific Malaysia trip, oh, man, it broke me. It reinstilled my faith. And that was when I actually canceled everything. Canceled the visa, everything. I was like, I'm a free man. I'm no longer working at that place. But you know what, Arsenio? This is the time. This is the moment. This is the moment where you got to hustle. And then you know what? For that next four weeks, I started getting the opportunities. February and March, man, it was ugly. It was real ugly. And it's going to be ugly for a lot of you out there who are trying to go after things and obstacles are going to get in your way and hurdles. This is going to happen. It's called life. But you know what, man? I still remember going to the Berjaya Times Square 
out there, just, of course, in KLCC in the heart of uh, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And I just remember I was eating some chicken, and then this song came on. It was like, doom, doom, doom. And it was just, it was a hit. And I was like, what is this? So I hurry up and got out my Shazam app, and boom, it was called Heavy, How You Like Me Now. And that ended up being my motto, because I say, you know what, How You Like Me Now, that's right. That's right. I walked around, I said, yeah, How Y'all Like Me Now? And you know what? When I came back, I had a certain passion and a fire to me. Because you know what? I ended up getting that job. I ended up delaying this. And then you know what? I ended up having more transgressions. And man, that's all good. And then I found another place. They hooked me up with work. And I said, okay, June. Okay, stiff arm this place. Go to Lao. Meet an amazing individual who's a manager at this hotel. And meet all these people. And just over and over and over. I just... Through all of this mess and through the thick of everything, how have I been able to maintain this positive mental attitude? <sighs> it's probably like times over the past probably week. You know, when a student comes to you and says, Arsenio, my previous score was a four on speaking, four out of nine, which was actually pretty appalling. She said, learning with you for six hours, I went up to a 6.5. My band and listening went up to a 1.5. I mean, it went up 1.5 to a 6.5. Arsenio, I got an overall 6. I am now accepted and going to the University of Tokyo. It's a moment like that, right? It's through the thick of all that, through the, all that haze and that fog. That's the moment I live for. The next morning, next morning I get a, a message from a girl in Chile. She's like, oh my God, I've been listening to you. Oh my God, you're such a dynamic teacher. I love it, this and that. You know what? I got my TOEFL test tomorrow. I've been listening to you for so much. Thank you so much. Greetings from Chile. That is the moment I've been living for. That's the moment I've been coming for. But you know what? If I had given up back then, I would have never been enjoying the riches of what's happening right now. And see, this is what I love so much about my life and being able to just overcome all the obstacles I've been able to overcome. You know, just going back to that moment at the beginning of this podcast where I was just sitting on my couch worried as hell, wondering, is this the decision I've made? Am I going to work there anymore? One side of me said, Arsenio, take security and literally just push yourself into the brink of insanity. These people hate you. They do not care about you. And then another part of me said, Arsenio, you know all is going to be well. You just got to take the leap of faith and just know that on the other side of that is freedom. And I said, okay. I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this leap. I'm not sure if it's going to work. I'm not sure where it's going to put me. But I took it. And, you know, those first three months, it was ugly. But then a man named Luke Burroughs came into my life March 17th. A girl by the name of Selena Celeste came into my life uh, 13 days prior. Put her podcast on. Put his podcast on. Juan. Juan Ting Young. She's actually one of my wonderful, wonderful, um, wonderful content writers for the ArsenioBuckShow.com. And you know what? She ended up messaging me. And I didn't even know. I, and that's who I met. Not at Berjaya Times Square. That was probably a couple of hours later. I went to KLCC, the Patronus Towers, the Twin Towers. And that's where I met her. And she's like, I want to work for you, you, what you're doing. I want to build this empire with you. And I said, you want to build it with me? She said, I want to build it with you. And through all of that, from March to April, 
And from now, having people like Clarence O'Hare and Perry and all these unbelievable entrepreneurs on so many different continents in my circle, how have I been able to overcome this? And this is the most glorious part about life. Because I knew somehow, deep down inside, in that subconscious, whatever you want to call it, the mind, the whatever you want to call it, that somebody or something was going to emerge. And it did. Did I see it? Hell no. But I kept it in my mind. I said, something's got to come. And you know what? When it comes, I'm going to be ready. Next thing you know, a girl got in contact with me. Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? Hey, a project over here. Hey, a project over here. Hey, uh, a student from Morocco. Hey, another student from India. Hey, a doctor, a this, a that. All of these people began to come. But have, would they have come if I had given up on what was mine back then? Nope. You already know. You know that answer. So, guys... When you try to make sense of everything, of course, I'm going to talk about this again in the coming months, especially December on Christmas. I'm probably going to have a live podcast. I don't know what I'm going to have. I'm going to have something out there. But the fact that I'm going to be able to just vent everything out and talk about everything that has happened and in a one year span change my life just like that, being at a job that did not give a fuck about me. You know, having a recent interview, which was so funny yesterday, uh, you know, just last week. And, you know, this lady saying, I don't think you could teach that. Then a student comes to me eight hours later and say, hey, I got a two point. I got an extra four score because of you. I'm going to I'm going to Tokyo. Did I go back to that woman and say, oh, you know, oh, yeah, look who it is. You said that I'm not good enough. Well, check this out. Nope, nope. She don't deserve my services. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. And this is why. I just love this thing called life and I love the journey because I told you on just uh, one of my content writers just last night. I was like, man, we were having a little, uh, of course, a little meeting on Zoom. And I was telling her, I was like, you know what, Juan? She's like, man, my, my students are so naughty, you know, out there in Malaysia. And, you know, I just laughed about it because I'm like, you know what, man? It's going to be so funny in about a year or two years time when we're just laughing this off. You know, at our meeting on top of the Sheraton Hotel out there in Kuala Lumpur, it's going to be a laughing stock. Because all of this is just part of the journey, guys. I'm telling you right now to embrace the madness. Because this is the funnest part. When you get there, if someone just gives you a million dollars, are you going to be happy? It's too easy, right? It's way too easy. You want something that you got to fight for. You know? It's kind of like this. I'm going to put this in a very, very uh, different term. I don't want anyone to take offense, but let's put it this way. Of course, for African-Americans and whatnot, it's very, very difficult to live here in Thailand. No, I'm not even going to say that. In Asia, right? Because they already have a preconceived notion through the eyes of what the media has taught them for so many years. So if you can imagine, if you're handsome as hell and you're Anglo, 25 to 35 years old, Got a nice good head on you. Got a personality. Because a lot of these dudes out here don't got personalities. And you got a personality. I think a place like this would be too easy. Right? I mean, if you come out. Remember I talked about this a while back. You know, just imagine walking outside your door and everybody would say, Hello, oh my God, you're handsome. It's too easy, right? Nah, I want those dirty looks. Because it's about the journey. It's about the journey. 
And that's what I love. A lot of you are like, man, you've driven yourself insane out there. No. No, 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 no. You know what? And it's so amazing being able to go back to America and just talk about it. You know, just being able to go back and people look at me and say, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm great, man. How you doing today? She's going to be like, wow, you talk very well. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. I'm not going to, no pun intended. Okay, no pun intended. But, you know, just have a conversation. So what is it you do? I'm like, oh, man, what is it I do? So I'm a curriculum developer. I have uh, e-books. I do webinars. I'm a speaker. I'm a podcaster. Uh, I do a, uh, some YouTube videos. Uh, I do a, I'm a teacher. I'm a coach. I'm a mentor. They're going to just, and, that, and they're going to be like, holy shit, can I sit down with you? I'm going to say, let's sit. See, if I hadn't gone through this process, people, there's no way my story would have been as compelling as it is today. And that's why a lot of you are probably listening to me. You guys are probably like, dude, this is crazy stuff. This brother's African-American, straight out of Las Vegas, born and raised in the Vegas craze. This guy's in Bangkok going through all kinds of shit. But he's documenting his life. And from 2016, when you listen to the very first podcast that you can find on speaker.com and go all the way down and hear my voice then and hear my victimization then and hear who I am today. (laughs) The ultimate documentation of all time. This is what life is. It's kind of like this. I was talking to one of my friends before I close this bad boy out. I know I'm getting a little bit off track, but you just just being in a state of awareness, you understand so many things, right? And so I remember I was telling one of my students, and I was like, hey, you know what? If I was homeless, I'd become a millionaire. She said, what the hell are you talking about? I said, think about it. Because technology is around us, this guy, if he has the awareness, WordPress, Twitter, Instagram, all of them, I will put homeless man, take a picture, put it on there, post my first video. Guys, how you guys doing today? You know what? I'm documenting my day as being a homeless man, but you know what? I'm not documenting this day as out of victimization. I'm documenting this day to say, you know what? You do not have to become what your reality is right now. That's what your past thoughts were. Now, I want you guys to look at me right now. I'm homeless as hell. Look where I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping on this sidewalk, but look what I'm about to do. And I would document that journey going all the way up, getting my first job, staying in a place, saving up to get some money, saving up to get an apartment, and then meeting connections, putting more things out. Do you know how much traction that would gain? Homeless man. And you know what? When people scroll all the way down to the very first video from what he what, whatever he's doing then, giving presentations and stuff, because his name will always be homeless man. That's what your brand is. But go all the way down. They will see the very, very beginning. That's what you guys can see with me. You will see the beginning of Arsenio. And you're going to see Coach Arsenio now. How remarkable is that? And you know what? I just can't thank the internet. The internet probably can't hear my thanks. But I can't thank it enough because if it wasn't for the internet, I wouldn't be able to document all of this. And this is why I'm just so grateful today. Because I've been able to overcome all of the odds. You know, Tom Cruise actually said at the, mo- at the end of the movie Oblivion. And when that wonderful uh, soundtrack uh, started playing. Uh, against all odds or fearful odds. Fearful odds. And he's like, what did he say? I'm trying to get his quote. He said, what? In the wake? How can a man die better? How can a mind? Uh, how can a man 
die better against all fearful odds. And I envisioned myself right there. I said, I was fearful. The odds were stacking against me. But how can a man die better? I mean, isn't that the best way to die? No, I mean, it sounds a little bit crazy. Just think about it, guys. Think about it from a metaphysical and esoteric standpoint. Right now at the age of 30, and what I've been able to do and what I'm going to do probably for the next 500 years until the human race just disappears, this is a beautiful thing. And I feel like I've lived such an unbelievably fulfilling life already by these five years. And you know what? That's what I'm pinpointing right now because I know I give a lot of slack to Thailand and this and that. But boy, it's been a remarkable, remarkable five years. Because Thailand built this right here. This body and domain. This body and domain standing right here. Thailand built this. This man with so much wisdom and so much knowledge and so much, you know, intellect and articulation and... You know, the power of speech and just what just an individual that wants to become one of the greatest orators of all time. That's what Thailand has created. Understand, people. It's your turn. If you're the still same, if you're that person that was saying 2018 is going to be the most amazing year of my life and you still not doing a goddamn thing. Ooh, I want you right now. Yes, right now. To make a change. Don't wait till the new year's because we already know that's bullshit. You got to make a change right now. Make a change and tell yourself that enough is enough. That you are going to become you. The best version of you right now. Dig into those books. Dig into my podcast. Dig into whatever it is. Dig into the Ralph Waldo Emerson's uh, Law of Compensation. Dig into all the free material. If you're living in a country, I don't give a damn if it's Papua New Guinea, uh, wherever it may be, do it for you. Not for me, but for you. Because, guys, if it wasn't for Thailand, I would have never found myself. I would have I never found the real me. If it wasn't for Edward, teacher Edward out there, who just commented on one of my posts, big shout out to Edward. He's like, hey, I take all the thanks. I said, who's that? I'm the one that introduced you to the podcast. That's so Eamon. Your name's Edward. Why is your name Eamon on Facebook? Clicked on it. I said, Edward, oh my God, I got to make a Facebook. I got to make a podcast in the name of you. And so I did. These people, some people in life, they come across you and they see something in you that you don't see in yourself. When you look in that mirror, you don't see a goddamn thing sometimes. But someone's going to come along. And they're going to say, boy, you are sure a hell of a speaker. You are sure this. You are sure that. And when that moment happens, everything changes. What are those skills and abilities that you are lying, letting just lay dormant right now within your soul that you could bring to your awareness and that you could put out in motivating and inspiring the masses around you? doesn't matter what country you're in. Because you could do it right now. The awareness. I'm telling you right now. Especially if you're living in a remote country where personal development isn't practiced. Oh, man. This is the big one right here. It's time. It is time right now. Go get yours. My last nine months. Making sense of all of this. It all makes sense now. So, guys. With that being said, I'm done preaching. What a podcast. And you know what? What a beautiful ride. And I'm going to ride this bad boy all the way till the wheels fall off. I am just so 
ecstatic about what's happening right around me. Just completely aware of all the beauty that is around me right now. And this is why I am grateful every day. Because it continues to pile on me. So guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.